This show is presented by the 323 Network. You can catch it and more wherever you get podcasts and music and follow us on all the social medias at 323READ, 323READ. And you can support the show and help us continue to grow by going to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash 323READ. You can get early and exclusive releases there, merch and more for as little as $2. $2. That is patreon.com slash 323READ. R-E-I-D. The Super Bowl is here, and it's time for you to get hyped. Oh, Joe, that ain't good enough. Come on, Joe! Ah, thank you, baby. Thank you. You make your blood come from my damn mouth. That's what I'm talking about, baby. You got to make blood come through the mouth. You can't just smack me. Ain't no hit me hard. Let's push. When you hit a motherfucker, you hit that motherfucker. Let's kick the ass, Kick the ass. Let's go. But do you need a little help translating the universal language that is football? Bien, they're Cody Parking. No, fire! Oh. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Los hijos se van con la victoria! Ay, papá! No, senor! No, senor! Chicago, Chicago! A game that can make you go from this... We're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're the going to be the last one standing. To this? When you... uh when you see your players give all that they have and uh, and you lose that way, it's tough. You know, you don't want that for them. So, um, but we'll be better for it, you know. And there again, credit Minnesota, but, um, you know, we, we made the one mistake that cost us, you know. And... Uh, well, forget analysts like Michael Irvin. Oh my God, this is what's wrong with today. The young ladies today, they're not learning from mom. How to cook, we're losing recipes. And now we're going to lose Peyton Manning's knowledge. Or the Manning brothers. Hey, let's go to Peyton. He's going to break down that Here touchdown. Can't hear shit. Never mind. When you can have analysis like this. You're, you're really they're, calling they're, them to come out of the AFC? They're, yep. They're going to the market. Super Bowl. What's today? It is August 15th. At 10-12, this is on recording. Chargers are going to be going to the Super Bowl. Excuse, I'm sorry to the people of Cincinnati. It was not the Cleveland Browns. Oh. It was the Cincinnati Bengals. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's all Ohio, and none of them are going to win anything. That's what I want for the playoffs. I want Tom Brady to to uh, fuck himself. I want I want Aaron Rodgers to get COVID and Carson Wentz uh, to fall into a deep depression. That's all. So I would put Najee before Patrick, but Patrick Mahomes actually, like, his butt is a little bit bigger. It's got some wiggle to it. Thankfully. <clears throat> that was cute. Only on the 3-2-3. I'm your host, Reed Murphy, welcoming you to five epic days of our best contributors, analysis, and shenanigans, leading you to the big game. Five days that can only be known as... Super weak. Yeah. I will pull your goddamn tongue out by the roots!
Thank you very much. <laughs> was that the, the actor? No, this was Elvis. This was. I hear rumors flying around. I got sick in the hospital. Well, I was, you know, in this day and time, you can't even get sick. You are strung out. Oh, by God, I'll tell you something, friend. I have never been strung out in my life, except on music. When I got sick here in the hotel, I got sick here that one night. I had 102 temperature. They wouldn't let me perform. From three different sources, I heard I was strung out on heroin. I swear to God, hotel employees, Jack, bellboys, freaks that carry your luggage up to the room, people working around, you know, talking, maids. And I was sick. I was, you know, I was getting, had a doctor, had the flu, and I got over one day. It was like, but all across this town, I was strung out. So I told him earlier, and don't you get offended, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to somebody else. If I find or hear the individual that has said that about me, I'm going to break your goddamn neck, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that is dangerous. That is damaging to myself, to my little daughter, to my father, to my friends, my doctor, to everybody in my relationship with you. My relationship with up here on the stage, it is dangerous. I will pull your goddamn tongue out by the roots. <laughs> thank you very much. Anyway. It's the thank you very much at the end that gets me the most. Yeah, that's how we always but you know, um that I like when he went off on the colonel in the you know Well, okay, so you that. saw so you saw the movie. You I just saw the movie now. So what are your was he strung out probably while doing that? No. I the only time I feel like he was strung out is when they uh that they call this doctor in and he had all kinds of uh injectable things in his case so I think that the colonel was unknowingly pumping him with some kind of drugs and he didn't really know he just thought the doctor was administering regular medicine to strung out because the colonel was so adamant about him being able to get up on the stage strung out (laughs) so yeah he was probably strung out but not knowingly i think a lot of times he did he just didn't know thank you very much well that is Cynthia Murphy, Mama Murphy, is back on the show, ladies and gentlemen. We should have introduced that, but she's back. Hi, Mom. Hey, uh, hi. How are you, sweetie? Doing good. So that's a good way. It's kind of like giving reviews on your. We're getting your reviews on things that we've talked about recently because I know that you've been big on it too. Mm-hmm. So you enjoyed Elvis. Yes. You very much. enjoy him also strung in his strung out rant. Like yes. we did. Now, Tony Romo. I want to know your thoughts about Tony Romo before, because you were the one who alerted me mm-hmm. to what he almost said. And we went over, like, we have the clip. The extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play. Right there, you got three. And you talked about it. this is the best tackling team. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to admit, when I first heard it, I thought that he was probably trying to say the N-word. But after listening to it and and after talking to you, I realized that a lot of things that begin with an end that he could have been saying, like Niners for one. So 
he just doesn't appear to be the type of guy to use that word. He seems like he's got more class than that. So I, I'm, you know, I'm giving him a pass on that. I think people are too quick to think the negative about people. How do you like uh, Tony Romo compared to, like, you know, other commentators? I think he's great. I think he really brings a lot of excitement to the game. You know, like some you got three minutes. Are so, you know, matter of fact and boring, but he puts feeling in it. And I think he's doing a wonderful job. Good. So do you, how do you, who is your favorite commentator to listen to? Like, or do you particularly care about who's calling these um, games? I like, uh, I like Mike Tarico. I, oh, for NBC? Yes, uh, mm-hmm. I like him a lot, and I and I do like Romo. Uh, and um, for Prime, I love um, Joe Buck, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I guess they're my favorite. Are you excited to hear Tom Brady now that he's retired and more than likely going to be stealing the number one job on Fox? Well, I don't know. The jury is still out for me. I have to see him in action before, you know, I I can, you know, make a comment or critique him. But I'll give him a chance. Chance I'll, you know, I'll listen to a game that do he you, does. Do you think that you'll like, because you hated Tony Romo when he was a player in the NFL. Do you think that you're going to end up liking Tom Brady now that uh, he's going to be out of yeah, playing football? In a different capacity, I might. You know, it's just that I don't... Because like you him. raised the hatred for me right. of Tony Romo <laughs> or, or of Tom Brady, he too. He was just so cocky. You know, he wasn't very humble in anything he did. But, you know, I might change my opinion on him, you know, when he's doing a different job. But I'm glad he's finally seeing the light and so-called retiring even though he may not who knows you know a few months later he might say well i think i'll try it one more time yeah you never really know with him no you don't i do need to confront you on last week during the conference championship game specifically during the nfc championship game it was 49ers against the eagles and the 49ers quarterback who's been like the story of the year brock purdy that Mr. Irrelevant, the rookie quarterback, Mm -hmm. who right at the start of the game got hurt, Mm -hmm. got an elbow injury. Mm -hmm. And you were the one who was, you were swearing up and down that Purdy was faking the injury and he just didn't want to be out there because he was scared. You said he was scared. (laughs) He looked scared to be out there. Right. I'm still not that convinced uh, (laughs) because... He looked like a deer in headlights the whole time. I could t- I could feel his nerves, you know, through the screen. So, so you haven't you haven't heard the update on him? Well, I heard he's supposed to have some kind of surgery. He's getting Tommy John surgery, the one that those uh that only like baseball pitchers get because his right. arm his arm got so shredded. Right, but I just I don't know. I think he caused his own injury because sometimes <laughs> when you tense up. You know, if things go wrong, you know, he tensed up too much. So it's his fault? I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's his fault, but they put the guy in such a big game. You saying Jimmy, Jimmy G wouldn't have shredded his arm, your boy. Uh, well, I, don't, I think a quarterback need, needs to be loose, you know, when you tense muscles up. It's like when you, when you fall, for instance, 
if you just sometimes you just go with the fall and don't tense up, you you don't sustain injuries. And I think his mental state made him get hurt. And I also think that he was actually relieved that he didn't have to go back out <laughs> the game. Yeah. I can't wait to uh share this clip to the uh, 49ers nation on Twitter and stuff who uh, just like they freak out on anybody that talks about their oh, team no, and their quarterbacks. Don't tell them not to come back at me. No, you want the smoke. You need to you need to embrace the smoke. Go for, go for the battles like your boy Stephen A does. Yeah, yeah, I'll stand by what I say. Yeah. You know, I would I, go further. I would say that he um, I would say that he just straight up faked it. I would just keep going on that he faked the injury. Yeah, yeah I thought it. And now I'm wondering if they're just saying he's he's got to have surgery just to save his his shame. You know, you just never know. They can make up whatever they want. And he's going to just yeah, he's just going to sit out for a year pretending like he had the surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I would not be surprised, but I just think it's it's some kind of fishy doing, you know. It it it. I was like when I saw his face the first play of the game, I was like, this guy's not gonna last, and you know, because he looked like he was about to pass out to me. He was like. You know, it's like a kid that anticipates a roller coaster ride, but then when they get on, they're like, oh, shit, I don't want to be here. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he, he, you know, essentially he was a little kid, put in a big game, and he couldn't handle it emotionally. This is, this is, the show is teetering between this and Scott's scripted, convinced on the, the NFL being scripted for years yeah this show is teetering on the edge of alex jones of sports i i really believe it is scripted you know (laughs) they may be trying to protect the guy's dignity because they don't want him to be completely gun shy now i mean brian robinson might not have actually gotten shot they could have just said that just for the storyline you know (laughs) i'm not gonna go that far because there was an actual shooting but but for people that just are scared you know, like that court, you know, to save that particular quarterback's face that he's young and new to the game. Because I find it hard to believe, like, you were telling me that he's cocky. So, what happened? Yeah, he to had, Mr. He had some confidence. Yeah. So, what happened to his confidence? I mean, I think anybody's confidence would be shot when you go to Philadelphia. Yeah, even if you're not even playing a sport, Chiefs. you just go to Philadelphia yeah. and you're just and shot. You got to play the Chiefs of all the one of the best teams of the league if not the best well they were playing the Eagles but well I'm glad that you brought up the Chiefs anyway because you made your debut on the show last year at the same time at the beginning of Super Week Mm -hmm. to you know talk about the Kansas City Chiefs your Kansas City Chiefs now after you know making me a Washington fan and then leaving me onto this derailed train that's being driven by Dan Snyder as we turn into the football team and then the commanders. But meanwhile, you're out here partying with the, you know, Paul Rudd and Eric Stone Street of all these superstar Chiefs fans that are out here rooting for Mahomes. Uh You were upset last year because your boy, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr, Joe Burrow, continued the undefeated streak against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. and beat you guys mm-hmm. in the conference championship, and it led you to giving this message to Joe Burrow? Fuck you. <laughs> I, I, don't, I didn't 
remember that, but now I do. <laughs> do you stand by it? I stand by it. But see, now you can be. Now it can be a happier version because the Chiefs managed to beat Joe Burrow, yes. and the Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. Yes, they're back Go in the Chiefs. game. They're back in the game. They're going up against Philly. So first, I'll just start. It's been a year for Kansas City, mm-hmm. and you have you were a big Tyreek Hill fan. Yeah, And I know how kind of beside yourself you were at the start of the season when they traded Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how that could have gone so sideways for Kansas City. Oh, yeah. And it really could have hurt Mahomes, but mm-hmm. they've ultimately ended up having one of their best seasons in years. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is on the verge of winning MVP. Mm-hmm. Now they're in on the chance of getting another Super Bowl. So what are you what have you been your what have been your thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs this year? I think that they are a really adaptable team. There's nothing that can be thrown at them that they can't work around. Like uh, their coach, Andy Reid, is is just a genius. You know, he, he keeps it fresh. You know, if something doesn't work, they try something else. And Mahomes more than deserves MVP because he's so – they call uh, Burl Joe Cool, but, I mean, Mahomes is just – He's the cool one. He always keeps a level head. You never see him look flustered. He doesn't need to smoke a cigar at the end of the game. He knows he's <laughs> got it. You know. <laughs> so, and then, you know, I've heard that um, you know, some of uh 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 Burl's team is um, you know, shooting off some mouth, you know, and Kelsey just, he's just had enough of it and he had to send a message to them. And, you know, they're being really petty. They didn't play well. And if, you know, that's the bottom line. And I don't think any so-called referee mistake would have made much difference. Mahomes is going to figure out a way to win no matter what. I I agree with you that he is the cool because there was all that conversation for the week leading up to that game of you know Mahomes is the best the best football player in the NFL but Joe Burrow is the best quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL when it comes to processing and everything I think Mahomes showed in that game that he can do whatever he wants exactly I think he he shut the mouths of some of these people that are, you know, putting uh, Burrow on a cloud. So, yeah. Now you brought up Andy Reid too, and you've been watching football for a long time. You've seen a lot of the great court, the great coaches in NFL history. Mm -hmm. Where would you, because it's been a big topic this Mm -hmm. past week of where Andy Reid ranks Mm -hmm. in terms of coaches in the NFL's history. Mm Would you put him in the top 10 all time when you're also considering people like Belichick and Mm -hmm. John Madden and Bill Walsh and Lombardi Mm -hmm. and all of these guys? Would you would you put Andy Reid in the top 10? I definitely would, because, you know, Philadelphia kicked him out because they said what he was doing wasn't working anymore. But he literally reinvented himself and he went and when he went to Kansas City, he just became a coach that nobody could have ever dreamed he would have become. So that goes to show you, you know, no matter what, you can triumph. You know, he believed in himself and the Chiefs wouldn't be the team they are today without Andy Reid. No. He's uh-uh. a genius. He really is. And that and that's a great storyline going into this game. It's almost like Andy Reid's 
career coming full circle because he was the Eagles coach for what damn near 20 years yeah, he was their coach time. for a long time and took I'm, them to I'm, one Super Bowl but they lost right and I'm not an Eagle never have been an Eagles fan but I felt really bad for the way they did the guy. You know, they just kicked him out without giving him a chance to regroup. But in fairness, it did kind of work out for both sides. Yes. Where now I can see they both that. got fresh. Mm-hmm. They got fresh and they won a Super Bowl. Andy mm-hmm. Reid got fresh with the Chiefs and won a Super Bowl. Right. So, yeah, it worked out for the best. But I just don't think they they treated him that well. You know, he gave them a lot of good years. And um, that they gave up on him. But, yeah, I'm glad he's where he is now. And it's going to be wonderful to see him, you know, play the Eagles, you know, his old team. And I and I hope and pray there's a victory for him so they can see what they're, they, they don't have anymore. What's the storyline that you're looking forward to the most with this Super Bowl? Is it going to be Andy Reid going up against his, his old team or – the Kelsey brothers being the first brothers in a Super Bowl against each other, or even the history that we have of the two starting black quarterbacks. I think that's my number one thing, to have the two uh, top quarterbacks. Uh, they're black men. And I remember uh, when I started watching football, all we had was Doug Williams. And uh, then we got... Um, Randall Cunningham. I mean, mm-hmm. it, and 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 I remember hearing coaches say that black men weren't capable of of learning what a quarterback needs to know. Like you know, like that we weren't intelligent enough. And look at all in. I, I'll have to say to those races in your face because look at what's happening now. You know, look at all the good black quarterbacks we have, and there are more to come. There's some in colleges that are waiting. And, uh, you know, it, it's just wonderful. And um, no matter, I, of course, I want Patrick Mahomes to be triumph, triumphant, but I wouldn't be mad at Jalen Hurts winning his first Super Bowl. No, he's either. a great, great yeah. guy. Yeah. And he's, he's kind of eye candy to boot. So. <laughs> Does he? Uh, yeah, because that was what we did last year where your top five uh, um, sexiest players in the NFL. And I think Jalen Hurts was. Yeah, he was one of my. He was yes. in the top five. He may have been number one. I know Mariota yeah, was up to there. Me, is he's still number one. Yeah. He, he is just so handsome and confident and and i'll give that to philly too as much as i hate the eagles and mm-hmm. that's something that hasn't left you either mm-hmm. even going over to kansas city mm-hmm. they have had a remarkable run of black quarterbacks oh, on sure that team have. between sure cunningham mcnab yes. uh michael vick yes they were uh-huh. the ones to give vick the second chance mm-hmm. yeah uh and then hurts now mm-hmm. and i know there are others that i'm missing mm-hmm. in that but oh, yeah. yes they they've been the pioneers to giving black quarterbacks their start yeah and that that's about the only thing i like about them <laughs> <laughs> so having watched them now especially in the playoffs they beat the giants in their first playoff game 38 to 7 they beat the 49ers who were considered like the most talented team in the nfl Mm-hmm. They beat them 31 to 7. Mm-hmm. They've been demolishing teams pretty comfortably. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about the Chiefs going up against the, this ridiculous Eagles team? I think it's going to be a very tough competitive game. 
But I see Mahomes throwing one of his long passes near the end of the game, connecting with Kelsey. Um, it's going to be a physical game, too. And I'm a little worried about Pat's ankle. Um, I hope he'll be able to get through the game without a lot of pain because I think it's going to take a while for that um, ankle to actually heal. But I think he's just going to power through it, and he's going to give us a hell of a good game. And I think Jalen Hurts will be close. I'm like, I think the game might be so close, it might be like a one-touchdown difference. So, Do you think that this could be Mahomes's? almost Michael Jordan kind of flu game, like the how he had to play, how he had that championship game with the flu, how th- this could be what sets Mahomes' legacy is yes, beating a team like this in the Super definitely. Bowl? Definitely. I think that the pain is going to drive him to, to, to win. You know, some people are like that. You know, adversity makes them even more persistent, and I think he's one of those quarterbacks. And I see, I hope I live long enough to see him go in the Hall of Fame because I definitely believe he will be a Hall of Famer for sure. Well, I think he's got that locked up. How do you, now, Scott, your your hubby, Scott, Mm -hmm. he brought up a, he had an Excel spreadsheet where Mm -hmm. he showed me two blank, it was two uh, stat lines of quarterbacks for, through their first six years. Uh-huh. And one of them was Mahomes. It was Mahomes' exact stats, uh-huh. including one Super Bowl, so many yards. And then there was another quarterback matching him through those first six years. Uh-huh. And it was Joe Flacco. Oh. It was Joe Flacco uh-huh. matching Mahomes' career. Oh, really? How heartbroken would you be if he just turns into Joe Flacco after this? Oh, I don't see it at all. <laughs> you, think got, Scott's, you think Scott's math is bullshit? Yeah, it's bullshit. Scott, I love you, but... <laughs> it's okay. It's one personal, but bulls, that's bullshit. It's, it's one of our best, and you can, you can say it too, because it's one of our best sounds that everybody loves to hear. Fuck Scott. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yes, um, yeah, that's totally wrong. He will not be a Flacco. He's gonna go down and hit. He may even play as long as Brady. Who knows? You know, I I think there are good times coming for this young man. He's twenty seven. He's the same age of you. Yeah. And you and you, remarkably, you, yeah. he, remarkably, and you all <laughs> both have a lot of good years left. And and. Uh, and um, I see you on ESPN one day, and I see Mahomes win many more Super Bowls. Mahomes and I are on the very similar trajectory of both being 27, and he's going into the week preparing for the Super Bowl, and I'm going into the week fighting a cold after a kid sneezed into my open mouth. <laughs> so let's get to the let's just go ahead and get to the game. This has been a great start to super week, but we got to have the actual prediction here. Okay. So Cynthia mama Murphy, who is going to win the super bowl between the Kansas city chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas city chiefs. No surprise. <laughs> Any final predictions? Any final thoughts before we get you out of here? Yeah. I, uh, like I said, I, think that the Chiefs are going to win by seven points. Um, and um, I'm going to stick to that. 
it's it, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I really do. It's going to be a lot of back and forth. But like I said, it Mahomes is better when when the stakes are high and when the when when you know the the stress kicks in to win. So I think that the that he will score the the game tie breaking touchdown. Okay. And I think uh Sunday night, all our all the cheap fans are going to be having a big celebration, including myself. We'll see. It's that we're looking forward to this for you, and we'll we'll make sure to check back in with you, regardless of how it goes. Okay, I would love to. We'll see. I have enjoyed this so much. All right, <laughs> Cynthia Murphy, thank you for being here once again, and of course, Joe Burrow and Scott now, and probably Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts, you're apparently too sexy to qualify for this but joe burrow and scott this is for you fuck you (laughs) go chiefs